Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Just after 4.30, Kimba on the Reach with you on a Monday afternoon. Glorious day outside. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. If you want to have your say on all matters sport, there's plenty to talk about. Send us a text on 0427154166. Your mob, Reach, had a hit out on Friday. I'm not sure how much both clubs got out of this these internal trials. Actually, I'm more curious at the moment with Port Adelaide if they've still got a cricket team going and whether they'd like a trip to India. <laughs> well, they might go better, Roach. A uh, little different direction. Let's have a chat to one of these stars. You like it when this man's got the ball in his hands. Absolutely. Ryan Burton joins us. G'day, Ryan. How are you? G'day, guys. I'm going really well, thanks. Uh, how was the trial game? I saw some snippets of it. I heard our good friend Chad Corn said it was damn scrappy. Oh, yeah, it was It was quite windy and the, it was a crossbreed, so it didn't really help anyone. Um, I hit a few kicks that I thought was going to be pretty good and it just kept kept going to the left and running out of bounds. So, yeah, couldn't couldn't help it too much. But, um, yeah, when you when you play yourself, it, mm. it, uh, it's hard because they know exactly mm. what you want to do. You know exactly what they're going to do. And playing against your mates, it's uh, it's a little bit different. But I didn't, I didn't think it was too bad. I thought it was a good hit out. We got no injuries. Mm. Um, we had four 25-minute quarters. So um, I think I think it was good hit out and we get to uh, play against a real opposition this week. Now, Ryan, there's a general impression, I think there's even an admission from Port that they got the pre-season wrong last year. How different is it this time round? Uh, I haven't noticed too much difference. I mean, every every team says they go to another level every mm-hmm. pre-season and, well, we've, we've felt that. I've, I'm Personally, I've, I feel as fit as I've been um, and the team... Have, team looks really good at the moment so we've uh we've sort of tinkered a few things with the game plan yep. and um the boys are the boys are fit and firing so it'd be good to see um exactly how the the new implements come um this this friday the one thing about pre-seasons we get to see the new faces of the footy club and what they're going to deliver anyone impressing you so far of the new boys yeah i mean horn francis is a naturally ball in the midfield um hard to hard to tackle i've seen him don't argue a few boys in there so yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, his body hopefully is uh, is sound and um, and he can play a, a strong year for us. And, um, yeah, Junior Rioli, some of the stuff he does with the ball is, is quite scary. So, um, yeah, he, he, he kicked one into the middle of the ground Friday and a, the bloke who kicked it to didn't even know it would come. And so <laughs> he's what, tricking everyone. What about the draftees? Who's impressing you there? Uh, I work a bit with Tommy McCollum um, down back. Same with Kyle Marshall as a, as a defender, and um, and those boys are they've improved so much just in a few months, and mm. um, yeah, they look look a part of a part of the tra- of training really well, and um, I guess they they play on some quality opposition, so they're learning very quick. I know you can't give trade secrets away, but you say you tinkered with the game plan a little bit. Well, the coaching staff have. Um, what can we expect? What can the so- supporter base expect? Is it a quicker game style? Is it noticeably different? Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit quicker. Um, you look at our midfield and Connor Rosie, Zach Butters, the weapons that they have in there. I think you'll see them just take the game on a bit more. And um, and I, yeah, I guess we want to play with a bit more speed. And 
Um, we've got a pretty experienced back line, so um, we think that we can defend well behind um, quick ball movement. So um, I guess we'll we'll get a good test this week to see if it, if it holds up. We've had Scotty Lysett as a regular on the show a couple of years ago. He's an absolute ripper, but he's had a horrid run with injury. How did he pull up, and uh, will he be right for round one? Yeah, he trained today, so um, looks like he's pulled up well. Um, yeah, he, he played really well on Friday. It was he was dominating in the ruck, and then he started um, selling candy to everyone, <laughs> trying to kick okay. bananas from the boundary. Yeah. So he was doing everything. So Ryan, you, you call it an experienced back six, and we've all heard the debate over the summer that Port Adelaide missed out on getting another tall defender, and then just who is going to be joining you in that back six or seven? Have, have you got a handle as to what the defensive group is going to look like this year? Well, we we've sort of played with seven or eight over the last couple of years. You got mm. um, Alia, Jonas, Cleary, McKenzie. There's there's four quality AFL players that that plays the tools and looks looks like um, at least two or three of them are going to play every week. And then um, Darcy Byrne Jones, Dan Houston, uh, obviously regulars on the half back line. And um, we saw the likes of Jace Burgoyne and, and Kane Farrell and Riley Bonner last year all come in and out. Um, on the wing, half back. So um, I think there's plenty of options for us. Um, so we'll, I guess we're going to play six quarters on Friday, and everyone's going to play everywhere, and then um, yep. we'll see what the what the real team looks like on uh, on the following week. What about your role, Ryan? Any changes this year? You kicked a few sausage goals last year. Sausage rolls, I should yeah, say. Yeah, tried to <laughs> tried to get on the scoreboard last year, um, which was nice, but. I think I'll I'll have a mixture of playing on on a third tall and and mm. on a small dangerous forward. So um, I guess it just depends on on the matchup each week. Um, it, with Jace Burgoyne, he's he's pretty quick and mm. and agile, so he can hopefully help me out on a few of the the smaller quicker guys as well. So um, I guess I'll I'll have to take it week by week. Ryan, what's been the thought bubble on the question of how Port Adelaide handles those tall, bigger forwards of opposition teams? We saw it became an issue by the end of last mm. year. How have you dealt with that one over the summer? Uh, well, we get decent practice playing on Charlie Dixon and Todd Marshall. They're mm. two of the better key forwards in the comp. So we have a we have a fair few training sessions and match play where we have the A-grade backs versus the A-grade forwards and um, Aaliyah and Charlie go at it and um, Tom Jonas and, and Todd and the likes all, all get great match-up practice. So, um, I mean... There's, they're pretty even battles at training, which is which is good for for Charlie and that to to win their fair share of battles. But um, but Alir he he dominates as he usually does, yeah. and Jonas yeah. is crashing in. So um, we feel like we're in a pretty good space. Um, we're we're trying to really help each other in the air and and come across and mm. um, and yeah, I guess help each other. Um, so we don't have to see one-on-ones everywhere around the ground. We Interesting. Can, we can try yep. get a few 2v1s. would be yep. nice. You mentioned Charlie Dixon. He caught one in the ribs. Apparently was going to have scans. How's he? Any update? Yeah, I don't think he had a scan. I think he's just a little bit sore. Just a, a knee in the in the ribs probably doesn't feel great. So, especially in the ruck. Probably, it was probably Scotty Lysett. So, um, I'm sure I'm sure he's going to be all right. Um, he's just a bit, yeah, still a bit sore today. Another one of the young big boys, Dante Vicentini. We've spoken to him a few times on the show. A very quiet young lad. Uh, he went okay. He was good. Yeah, started really well and um, ended up ended up on the uh, on the black team you know, later in the in the game and and played well again. So um, yeah, he can play well as a forward as, and same as a ruck. So we've got we've got so many tall ruckmen and um, 
I guess, versatile ruckman in the team. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how we how they go this week. Ryan, how do you feel about the week in Perth? Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be a stinking hot week here in Adelaide, yeah. so it might be good to get away. Um, but no, it's going to be another opportunity for connection for us. Um, we get eight days away together. Looks like we're going to play a fair few players on this Friday, so it'll be good to play with, um, I guess, everyone. Um, and then, yeah, spend a week connecting, filling out a bit, um, and then ready to, I guess, address rehearsal for round one mm. the following week against Freo. Tell us, did you look at the fixture when it came out, and what did you think of it? Oh, I couldn't tell you who we're playing and when we're playing, but um, I know the first couple of rounds and it, it looks like it's going to be a solid start to the year. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're just going to we'll, we'll focus on on Brisbane. We haven't haven't beaten them for five years, so um, and we haven't played round one at home for a while, so mm. we're really looking forward to that. And um, yeah, well, I guess I guess we owe Brisbane Brisbane one, and, and we'd love to start our season off well. Um, obviously, last year we we didn't get off to the start we wanted, so we'll really focus on that. Is that the norm with you, modern footballers? We asked Rory Laird as well what he thought of the first month of footy. He couldn't tell us past the first game. Oh, he said he. I know we've got a showdown round three. <laughs> well, I didn't even know that. So he's one step ahead of me. Right. You are ahead of time. You are, whether or not I get Charlie Cameron round one or not. <laughs> uh, you're a very relaxed <laughs> human. You are. Have you found Josh Carr? Had you had anything to do with Josh before? I had about two weeks with him at North Adelaide before I got drafted, so not a heap. Um, obviously, I've got mates that still play at North that um, played in the Premiership with him, and um, my dad's North Adelaide guy, so I've stayed in contact with, yeah, I guess North Adelaide for, for years now. So I've had a bit to do with Carr. He's a he's a ripping ripping bloke, um, and he's come in and brought some some great things to our game style as well. So. Um, yeah, I think the mids, the mids all love him and, um, yeah, he's going to be vital for us going forward. Is it possible to give a split of the communication you have with the coaching panel? Like, how much do you directly have with Kenny as opposed to what you'd have with Josh Carr? And, or are you just purely with the uh, defensive coach? Yeah, we spend a lot of time with Nathan Bassett, who's our defensive coach. Um, we obviously have a line meeting every week and um, we do individual drills as, just as backmen. Um, so we spend a fair bit of time with him. Kenny, he'll, he usually pulls you aside and has a one-on-one chat with you every now and then, or mm. he'll get you into his office for a chat. Um, but Kenny usually addresses the full um, squad every morning before training for, for five minutes, and, and then we get out there. So um, you get a little bit of everyone. Ryan, you know about curse of injury, and thankfully yours has gone by you, thankfully. What about Aratio Fantasia? How's he holding up this summer? Yeah, he's... He's done a fair bit of training, um, probably not as much as he'd like, but, um, I mean, he played Friday night, and every time he went near the ball, he was he was outstanding. Like, no one could tackle him, um, used her really well. So um, if he can get on top of his body and, and mm. have, a, um, a, I guess, a, a full year, who knows what he can do. He's, a, he's an outstanding player when he's up and running. Your move to Port Adelaide was one of the more brutal or controversial uh, off-season moves. It uh, caught you by shock. You were overseas at the time. How do you reflect on that now? Yeah, at the time, as you said, it was um, a bit of a shock and um, I probably thought it wasn't fair at the time. Mm. But looking back now, it's the it's the best thing that's happened to me. Um, Port Adelaide's been fantastic and I feel like my footy's gone to another level here and um, the, the squad that we've had for the last four or five years has been great. A um, couple of preliums and a couple of disappointing years, but um, the the youth that we've got now, um, I'm now in my eighth year, so I'm mm. getting towards the senior end, and I look look below me, and the, the younger guys are just they're outstanding. So I'll hopefully 
a bright future here and um, and hopefully we can uh, get a bit of success. That'd be nice. Well, you're in your sweet spot at the moment at 26 years of age. Uh, any contact still with the Hawthorne boys? Oh, yeah, naturally. A few boys that I was close with still um, stay in contact with. Um, usually talk golf to, to a few <laughs> of them when, when they're coming over, try get try have a round with them sort of thing. But um, no, once, you, once you leave the footy club, I guess you naturally just speak less to, to everyone and mm. um, but I'll stay in contact with a few of the boys I was close with for sure. Now we were talking to your meter man- manager Daniel Norton about your good self and uh, he mentioned the golf what's the handicap and where do you play how often do you play? Yeah I'm at, I'm at Royal Adelaide uh, handicap's two at the moment. Oh uh, wow uh, I do enjoy it me and I live, I live with Mitch Georgiatis and he, uh, he can play as well so um, we try and get out once a week for a round and try and get a few other boys involved, but the boys love it here. Um, every Monday or after every day off, the boys are always talking on how do we all go, and Ollie Wines is always looking at scores, so he knows exactly how everyone went. Um, so it's it's great to uh, get away from footy for four hours and get frustrated at another sport. Uh, <laughs> two questions. What's Mitchie off, and how did you get membership at Royal Adelaide? Mitch has... <laughs> He's in a purple patch of form at the moment, actually. Uh, he's now off five. Ooh. So he's starting to, starting to catch me, which I'm not liking, but good, good healthy competition. Um, and Royal Adelaide, I guess they decided to let in a few young guys and we managed to, to grab on and um, now, we're, now we're there for good. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's a great course and um, yeah, we're, we're really lucky to be able to play that every week. Ryan, before we let you go, tell us why there was no question on Tom Jonas remaining captain. Uh, oh, the way he goes about his football um, is is an obvious choice for, for captaincy. He, he put his body on the line in every contest and just leads the right way. Um, and then off field, he's a, he's a great voice for everyone. Um, knows the balance between being mm. that captain and, and having to be strict on everyone and, and also being a good, good bloke to everyone. And... Um, uh, I think it was a, an obvious choice. Um, so the, the boys will back him in again and um, well supported by the leadership group, same, same as last year. Tom admits his greatest challenge was knowing when to be very assertive and when to be hugging people in the change rooms to give them some encouragement. How has that balance changed with him? Yeah, I think he admitted that um, it was something that he probably had to work on early days as a captain and I think he's got it spot on now. Mm. Uh, you saw the other day he was out fishing with a few boys and... Um, the next day, he's probably calling everyone in, telling us off for doing something wrong um, at training. So it, I think he knows the the balance now, and um, he's just a good person to be around in the change rooms. You don't have to tiptoe around just because he's captain. So um, I think he I think he's doing really well. Ryan, we really appreciate your time today. We wish you all the best over in the West. We'll monitor the performances of yourself and the team, and hopefully we can catch up with you right throughout the year. Good luck on the weekend. Thanks, heaps, guys. Ryan Burton there, 26 years of age, Roach, uh, and he is in the sweet spot, isn't he? Handicap of two. That's really good. What would that mean if you were... Um, Professional? Yeah. Well, I was thinking that. And we Handicap didn't, of two. Didn't want to wax lyrical about golf too much, but playing once a week. So yeah. I don't know how much he practices his swing and all the other aspects of the game. Just but Handicap of two on yeah, that. And hitting Monday once a week. Yep. When you look at professionals, <laughs> um, that is hitting a decent ball. And what about Mitch Georgiati's off of five? Interesting. You are hitting a lot of good balls to be that low, Roach. No, no. I used to play only with Darren Kale get, a lot, who was down on four. No, only they could five. get that radar in their goal kicking. 